You are listening to the Lucha Central Podcast Network. And now, Lucha Central Weekly. Hello and welcome to the Lucha Central Weekly News. This week, as you have noticed, I am not Miranda Morales. <laughs> she is not with us for this episode, but Brendan Farr is here with me. I forgot hey, to hey. do the Who entrance. That's who? Fine. Brendan Barr, that's who. <laughs> and, but yeah, we have a special episode. We, a lot of news we wanted to cover. Uh, first up, we will do the AAA Night of Champions. That was December the 28th in Acapulco. First up, we had Nueva Generacion Dinamita. El Cuatrero, Sanson, and Forestero defeated Willie Mack and Hinates Del Are, that's Aramis, and Mysticis Jr. in a trios match for the AAA World Trios Championship. So your new Triple A trios champions are NGD. Very exciting. Next up, we had kind of an interesting situation. We had the Triple A World Mixed Tag Team Championships. Our champions were Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. Ty Mello, I guess she is now. And they were your champions. They did not make it to Mexico repeatedly. Conan says three times they didn't make it to Mexico because of visa and flight issues. So they were stripped of the titles. They were forced to relinquish the titles. We had a new three-way mixed tag team match that saw Abismo Negro Jr. and Flammer defeating Commander and Sexy Star and also defeating Octagon Jr. and Lady Shawnee. Very good match. Hot yeah. match. So much better than I expected it to be. Like, I mean, I thought it'd be pretty good, but this was a, a show stealer. Very cool match. Big things. Lady Flummer, we've seen a lot of cool things from her. She's, you know, kind of moving up in importance. She's supposed to get that title match against Taya at some point. And she, yeah, she's got gold now. Like, yeah. this, look at this is an interesting choice. Like, not only does it match, possibly match of the night because, you know, it was that good. But yeah. you have Abismo Negro and, and Lady Flammer getting a win over Commander, who we've frequently talked about on this show as being a mega rising star. Uh, Octagon Jr. and Lady Shawnee is another team over there. Like, I mean, those, those Huge are Huge per- team, yeah. yeah. And just a great spot for them. Abismo Negro Jr., his look, he wrestles so much like Abismo Negro. Very cool to see him there. I mean, it's almost kind of crazy to see him in the ring. It just feels natural to see him back, to see that gimmick back in the ring. Next up, we had the 12-man Copa Mundo Imperial match that saw Pagano defeating my favorite AAA wrestler of all time, Vampiro himself. (laughs) 
but we also had Aerostar, Blue Demon Jr., Nino Amborghese, Mr. Iguana, La Diva Salvaje, Jesse, Murder Clown, Dave the Clown, Panic Clown, and La Parca Negra. Some big names in the so mix many there. Clowns. Yeah, lots of <laughs> mucho mucho payasos, amigo. <laughs> this this is always a match that is um it's a spectacle. Oh, uh, yeah. Pagano uh, is not a surprising winner to me, but uh, you had such a loaded loaded one this year, like Blue Demon Junior, Mister Iguana, who's been doing big things. Yeah. Uh, you know, hero. I mean, that's a big name to be in a in a Copa. Uh, yeah, and Murder Clown, who just yeah. who seems undefeatable in that format. So, you know, and poor Dave the Clown, who uh, <laughs> he, his new place in life is to rise up to these big matches and then just get obliterated. Yeah, but he's great at it. <laughs> yeah. He does a great job. And speaking of doing a great job, I was excited for this next match. Oh, we yeah. had the introduction of the La Leyenda Azul, the Blue Demon Championship, the Legend of Blue Championship, three-way match that saw Aries defeating Taurus and Viano 3 Jr. I really thought Taurus might have had this one, you know, kind of stitched up. It seemed like the, you know, the... Momentum was right behind Taurus, but Aries, what a contender, what a wrestler. He is so good at everything he does. He has such a unique, special look. I mean, everything about him. I love the <laughs> face paint. He moves effortlessly. He's just a, a big deal. We've seen him, you know, wrestle as the mixed tag team champion before with Chic Tormenta, but seeing him now kind of on his own, we've talked about him on the show before. I feel like this is a real acknowledgement of his accomplishment and ability in the ring. He's not somebody that's been talked about as much lately um, as he had been previously. You know, his momentum. Yeah. Now that yeah. he's champion, he, I mean, it's going to be a big deal. He has that rivalry with Armies, and they have the fight forever feel that like Penta and Phoenix have, uh, you know, where you want to see them wrestle together and against each other. It's just such a, a special, exciting thing. He's got his charisma and his entertainment value are so high. And to see him acknowledged this way in this match, it does more for him than it would for Torus because his name is already kind of known in the U.S. He's making a name for himself. He doesn't need a title to make him feel special, but it made <laughs> Aris feel special and elevated in the moment. And that's super important, too. And and so I, I yeah. yeah I was super behind this match super behind him winning loved it it wasn't the obvious choice but it was the best choice and that's well, yeah. so cool I don't I mean I don't know because I honestly thought Viano three was gonna win it and maybe he was the obvious choice uh, I, I, Viano, I should, was you should be careful Viano three junior yeah, yeah because he's he's been more up in the card. He's been in more high-profile matches. This felt like it was going to be the time for his elevation. And uh, I mean, this—that's this is the guy that um, that Mr. Iguana said he likes. Like he is a fan of him. He thinks one of he's one of the up-and-coming guys. So 
Uh, and, you know, other other people I've talked to at shows have said Viano 3 is is going to be a big name. So I was thinking this was going to be it. And I mean, so but to your point, it's more about global versus local because Viano 3 junior winning would have been great for Mexican fans. They would have all been all about it, especially considering the the brand that is the Viano name at this moment. But um, Iris is a bigger name all over the world right now. Yeah, he's just having his moment. Yeah. We've talked about that before, that sometimes the most important thing is to seize on that moment, capitalize on your momentum, and... You know, strike while the iron's hot, and they're really doing that with Aries, and I think that it's going to help catapult him to be a much bigger name. I don't think he's going to be a Vikingo-level name, but I think he's going to be very high up there as far as Mexican talent in the United States. I think if the stars align, he could reach that level. I think he's that good, but he needs he needs a little bit because... the. There isn't a ceiling above him. There is just a bunch of people that are still hanging in the air from the giant leap off this journey. Yeah. <laughs> and so he needs, in order to crack that into that area, that he needs he needs a little bit more help because there's a lot of competition uh, for exciting high flyers at this point in Lucha Libre. Absolutely. And speaking of exciting high flyers. <laughs> Nice we had, yeah, we had the tag team match for the AAA World Tag Team Championship that saw Los Hermanos Lee defeating FTR. Such a cool match, great match. We, I mean, when FTR want to do a great match, they can do an incredible match when they're not phoning it in. And they didn't phone it in. They really brought their best, even in a loss. Loved that. But the real news was after the match, Dragon Lee announced that they were relinquishing the titles because he had signed a contract with WWE. We will touch on that here in a moment. Big it's news. The big story. Big yeah, it's the big story. Very cool for him. Very big moment. They He was treated internationally like a big deal. This was another match of the night contender. Uh it just it had everything you'd want in a tag team match. Fantastic stuff. And then our main event, or for championship match for the AAA Mega Campion Championship, we saw Vikingo, Eel Del Vikingo, defeating Bandito. And my gosh, what a match. If this had happened before the nominations for our match of the year show, it easily would have been a match of the year contender. Just fantastic. Vikingo and Bandito are really kind of the top two guys at what they do. That kind of aerial, jaw-dropping, awe-inspiring moment that you just can't believe you've seen. Even if it's on video, you can't believe you've seen it. You want to see it over and over again. You want to see (laughs) those guys wrestle again. You get excited about them. They both have that. And so to put them against each other, it felt like the most credible challenge that Vikingo had had in quite some time. Bandito feels very important right now with signing to AEW. He's all elite now. And his match against Vikingo, just so special. And just what Lucha Libre can be. We've talked before about the emotional connection, but sometimes you like a fast-paced, 
really crazy match that makes you feel it, it stops you. It suspends your disbelief. And these are two absolute superheroes. (laughs) Yeah. That's what you're going for. You're, you're watching a Marvel movie happen in live action. And when you get the chance to see that and to emotionally bond with it live in the moment, even though it doesn't have the emotional gravity that some of the stories can have, you feel it in the moment. And they really make you feel their matches. And to see them against each other, the excitement, the tension, it went on for 25 minutes, uh, roughly. I mean, not quite 25 minutes, but it felt like it could have gone on for a lot longer. It was just so good. And the, they had the throttle max the entire time. I mean, it was crazy. Incredible match, incredible show. I feel that it was maybe the strongest Triple A show of the year. It gave some of the Triple Manias a run for their money. It was really good, really yep. felt special. A lot of things that happened felt important. And yeah, just great stuff. But of course, the big news. We can touch on it now. Dragon Lee has signed with WWE, and this went worldwide. The news, well, it broke at Night of Champions, but the first news story, timed to happen right as it was announced, was ESPN. Masked Republic, that's Kevin Kleinrock and Ruben Zamora, they really helped with the negotiation and bringing Dragon Lee to WWE. They kept it completely secret. Nobody knew until the moment it was decided to be announced. There weren't even rumors about it. It was incredible. Such a huge surprise. Big news. Very exciting. It was reported that he got more than the standard NXT deal, but not main roster money. However, he has to go through NXT. After everything that happened with the, with Mystico, uh, who became the original Sin Cara, and he went straight to the main roster, he didn't want to do developmental. Now they kind of require it of their luchadors to go do developmental. But we've seen such a strong showing of Andrade and NXT. Uh, you know, Santos Escobar, how great he looked in NXT. He was fantastic in NXT, yeah. And so I really think Dragon Lee, especially if they let him keep the look, I don't know if they'll let him keep the name. There's been some copyright no. issue back and forth. But if they let him keep the look, the style, the story, they've got a, they've got a hit on their hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guarantee he will not be named Dragon Lee because that name has been used in New Japan in particular. And we can that we can drop this now because it's, it leads to that leads to one of the other things. The old era of WWE could be coming back, seeing as Vince McMahon is now back in the WWE. Yes, yes. So <laughs> the first yeah. sign was when Andrade <laughs> googled how to unpunch Sammy in the face. <laughs> but then we found out Vince was back. Hostile takeover. He approached the board with a letter and he said, I'd like to come back. And they said, no, thanks. This is what happened. You owe us money for investigating. You can't come back. And he says, well, I'd like to come back. We might have a buyer. And they said, well, you're welcome <laughs> to come back and help with the sale, but you can't be on the board. And so Vince says, no dice. If you don't make me chief executive of the board, I'll block any sale and I'll tank all our stocks. So they let Vince come back. And he's crazy enough that they believed he would do it. Yeah. Oh, he would. He would. 
And, I mean, corporate blackmail. That's literally corporate blackmail. Vince yeah. committed it to come back. Crazy, crazy moment. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. There are rumors as we record this that may be more solidified as we you know, get closer By to the time the, you hear this. Yeah. But multiple outlets are reporting the rumor that WWE has been sold to Saudi Arabia's public investments fund. I mean, it's, they're going to own the, the video library. I, I just, yeah, there's a lot going on. So, yeah, I said, I said this off the air to, to Dusty, but, uh, this is, of all the rumors, of because the sale was always a rumor once the Vince McMahon thing came back, this was the rumor that, uh, the, that I felt was the most dangerous for Lucha fans, because, uh, Vince and the Saudis are not very interested in any luchador without the last name of Mysterio, and so we're not gonna necessarily get a chance to see them thrive and shine as much as we would have had things continued with the way we started the year because we had such good things going on. Uh, if you listen to our end of year show, you'll know that we were talking about WWE being a potentially good place in 2023 for our, for luchadors as a direct result of the work of, uh, Santos Escobar and, and, uh, Ricochet who, you know, is is a luchador despite having a very american name like ricochet yeah <laughs> oh no he definitely is yeah we all i mean most of our listeners at this point are aware that he also had a lucha underground identity i mean yeah he's he's a very lucha style lucha influenced guy but um and then so that also like what does that mean for dragon lee signing like is there buyer's remorse now that you know he may be Back in the WWE that couldn't figure out a way to make Andrade one of the most popular luchadors in the world, uh, have, have a moment or how to, and the WWE that couldn't figure out a better gimmick for Angel Garza than sticking roses in people's asses. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> expect to see more of that kind of stupid shit. <laughs> I hope not, but that we, we yeah. are looking like we could return to that level of of stuff. Well, and, and if they do sell to Saudi, I have a feeling that it's because Vince wants to be in charge. And if the Saudi investment fund, who obviously have a very good relationship with Vince McMahon, want him to be in charge, he would be in charge. And so I have a feeling that that may be part of the impetus behind this. And I mean, I don't know. I don't think we see the benefits that we thought we were going to see in 2023. Maybe they, you know, don't own the entire company. Maybe they only own 51% or something, but still anything with Vince in charge, you know, Lucha's just not going to be treated seriously. I'm grateful that he was signed NXT and not to the main roster because at least we could see some semblance yeah. of greatness we'll, there. We um, get to see him do stuff there for sure. Cause you, yeah. you still have Shawn Michaels doing stuff down there so but yeah it's really disappointing from a fan's perspective that they had so much promise and so much going on 
only to be so uncertain going forward and so up in the air. And there is not a small contingent of fans that, you know, feel Saudi Arabia is a poor move morally, I guess would be the way to phrase it, or maybe politically. Yeah. And ethically, don't want, I think. Yeah, ethically. That would be a great word to use. Ethically, <laughs> a sale to Saudi Arabia is not a good look. And I think that, you know, we could see some of the more diehard fans that care about things like Lucha Libre and international wrestling also be the same fans that are more aware of the ethical issues with Saudi Arabia. And so they may, you know, turn away from WWE, which does nothing to encourage further Lucha Libre or international wrestling within WWE. So it's an unfortunate chain of events that could occur based on this and well and then we have the other side of this this uh kind of sour pill uh, which is uh as of of the night of champions card too aew seems to be kind of moving away from working with with lucha, lucha yes well. yes yeah, we did see that. AAA and AEW, after FDR lost, after Sammy and Ty Mello relinquished, we saw a complete absence of AEW within AAA. Um, you know, even Penta and Phoenix weren't on this card. And so it really feels like, for whatever reason, AAA was expecting to expand their relationship with WWE. That's why they allowed Dragon Lee to announce in the ring that he had signed with WWE. It just felt like things were happening between the two. But with a sale to a foreign investor, with a sale that, you know, possibly doesn't include, uh, Triple H at the, you know, creative helm as chief creative officer, we may not see that connection. It may not have even been implied. It may have been wishful thinking on Triple A's part. But now they've severed that bridge with AEW, and it's very, very likely that WWE doesn't want them. And it's, yeah. and it's, it's sad it's, for Triple A, especially as they were trying to plot their American, you know, recognition yeah. and expansion and. It certainly also looks like the the relationship has soured quite a bit with AAA and AEW because uh, when Conan was talking about the problems with Sammy, Sammy and several AEW wrestlers were on Twitter saying that's not what happened. Uh, you know, so who yeah. knows? You know, they, like, first off, you should never be discussing business like that on Twitter. Conan at least had the dignity to do it on his own podcast, but even still, the uh, the fire might have been too hot in the moment for him to do that. It might have been better to wait a week or two before talking about that story. No way to know now. But, uh, yeah, so the, it's kind of a weird mixed bag. Things could be fantastic for Lucha Libre in 2023, WWE could still be working towards a global expansion, which includes AAA, AEW, which uses the ROH brand, which has a lot of, of luchadors on the roster, and they could, at that point, then be focusing on the, that talent to try and counteract that and keep the, the lucha fans over there. We, that is our potential good future here. So, uh, 
I'm, I'm choosing to 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 hope for the good future rather than hiding under the bed sheets, thinking that Vince McMahon is taking all my wrestling away again. Well, and <laughs> and we could see that with the foreign investor coming in, that they, you know, have younger people coming in. I mean, just because the the Saudi princes and the people in charge when the shows are in Saudi Arabia have a certain taste doesn't mean that demographically the money men and the pencil pushers wouldn't see that there's a benefit in international wrestling and that people really do want that kind of thing. Um, even just the toys. There are so many wrestlers and luchadors that people would love to have figures of we've seen that with uh, mlw and uh, legends of lucha libre working with boss fight studios people are snapping up the luchadors and those figures they want those toys and so maybe the merchandising the money and everything i mean it, it is purchased by the Saudi investment fund, perhaps. I mean, that's the rumor. But any investment fund wants to make money. And you're not going to make money catering to the whims of one guy in Saudi Arabia, despite the power he may hold. So hopefully they may see the financial value in diversifying their wrestling talent and their wrestling styles on television. And that would be huge. And... I think that there is a big market for that. I think there's a bigger market for that than anybody realizes because, again, up to this point, WWE has been the whims of one man. They just cater to what one man wants to see. <laughs> if they cater to the demographic, we would be getting better quality matches, more variety. And so I, I that's my big positive wish for it is that we just see more of an international presence if wwe is kind of the greatest hits or the ice capades or whatever of wrestling we need more representation of foreign styles we need strong style from japan we need joshi we need lucha uh you know we need the british strong style we need the european style we need everything to be represented within WWE if it's truly going to be a global product. And so that's my hope is that they see it as a global product and treat it as a global product. Well, I mean, even then you get into some weird discussions because you already mentioned you mentioned two different types of Japanese wrestling. So just to use that point, there's no one consistent Lucha Libre, despite the fact that everybody thinks of Rey Mysterio and Psychosis as all things Lucha Libre, like we talked about on the end of the year show, you have your, your Viano Penta fights, you have Yave's matches, like you, I mean, you know, there's so many different things, and, uh, if they want to go truly global, they can work on incorporating all of that, and so they could go that extra little step too. But we yeah. shall see. We shall see indeed. Yeah. And, very exciting news. And if Vince is back, you know, we saw some issues like with Andrade wanting to leave AEW. You know, I kind of hinted at that. I, I think it'll be interesting to see in the next couple of weeks where certain did, things go like that. He did tweet today before the, the, the rumors escalated about the sale. He did tweet goodbye with a picture of his mask going into a zippered bag. So I, uh, you know, I don't know. Most of the, the internet's response to that is, "Well, you say this every month, Andrade." So yeah, yeah, we've yeah. seen a lot of that. <laughs> and Andrade knows how to work, and you know, yeah. like he's definitely working people online with fairly 
certain regularity. And, uh, I mean, it's just the, it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens in the near future. The next, as we record this, like the next seven to 10 days, I think are going to be extremely interesting. This is only January the 10th and all this stuff has happened. <laughs> and like, what a chaotic year. Stephanie McMahon resigned from WWE today as we record this. Um, you know, just huge, huge things, big changes afoot. The wrestling future and wrestling landscape has never felt less certain or more turbulent, uh, in recent memory. And I mean, since WCW was sold, it hasn't felt this crazy. Yeah. So yeah, no, what does have throwbacks to that? But. So what could happen is anybody's guess. Nobody knows. Lots of exciting stuff. I mean, Crazy, crazy things going on. And the one thing I will say is a lot of what we talked about in 2022 was that it was more interesting and more exciting to talk about the politics behind the scenes and not talk about the wrestling as much. But that is not true so far in late 2022 and early 2023. The matches have gotten better. There's been both of the American companies have really decided to emphasize good wrestling matches and not goofy finishes and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and so you, we, you know, the, you're getting, you're reaching this perfect storm where people are going to tune in just to see what's going on, but also they might stay because the product is getting better. It could potentially reach the best point it's been at in years, if not of all time in this yeah. year. So, very exciting, very cool, very big news. We will have more news on this next week. Uh, there is definitely going to be more to come. We will have everything Lucha relevant, and also we will discuss the angles that may affect Lucha Libre next week, and in, certainly in the weeks to come. Like it, This is going to be a thing for a while, and so yeah, it'll that's, be... That's why we wanted to do this special quick episode for you because yeah this is gonna set the tone for weeks if not months and maybe even years so very interesting very uncertain future for wrestling but like i say we will have it here next week miranda morales can't be here with us this week but she would want you to follow her on social media she <laughs> is on instagram at the hashtag Miranda. That's all spelled out. The hashtag Miranda. She is on Facebook. She has her own podcast on the chair shot. She does all kinds of stuff. Cool things for Miranda. Brendan, do you want to tell them about your social media? Absolutely. So I am 321 t-shirt guy. That's the numbers 321 t-shirt guy is all spelled out. I'm on facebook i'm on instagram i'm all over the twitters and i'm gonna do my quick little shout out we normally do a segment called the indie roundup if you haven't listened to the show before uh i still want your results so i don't care if you're a wrestler a promoter a super fan or somebody's uh you know somebody's personal assistant who just happens to have a computer in front of them and time to send me results. Just send me whatever you got and we will shut you out and, and give the results during the Indie Roundup. 
Yeah, very exciting. We definitely want your indie results. Even if you're not a luchador, but you're wrestling somebody in the lucha <laughs> style, uh, you know, like you're wrestling against a yeah. luchador and you want to hype up your match, get in touch with us. Those are the interviews we love to do. And, yeah, you know, yeah. and it helped kind of spread the, the knowledge of your character, your presence, your online footprint can really do a lot for you. And you get to shout out your social media at the end, just like <laughs> I'm going to at <laughs> Facebook. I am on Dust Facebook at facebook.com slash Dusty Murphy. And I am on Instagram at Dusty Murphy for Brendan Barr, Miranda Morales, and myself. We want to thank you for listening again this week. We will see you next week with all the exciting news and match results, everything Lucha, and more. So that's to come next week. Thank you for being a listener, and we'll see you next time. Hey,